on the mission and get high up I know that I'ma die Reaching for a life that I don't really need at all Never listen to replies Learn the lesson from the wise You should never take all right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. It's been the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 877-37-GRIND. So, yes, um, in regards to the tiers. So, let me, before we move on to this, let me make a point about um, that tier. We're t- a couple guys that we're looking at why they're in there. Okay. This is tier three uh, from CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. Will Brinson ranked the NFL starting quarterbacks into tiers. We've got a total of eight tiers. Right. We're on number three. These are intriguing quarterbacks with question marks. Right. Right. Just for anybody joining now. No, that's fine. You know, you always like to rejoin everybody. I'm like, hey, man, keep, keep up. Like, hey, you just, you're walking in the middle of the movie. Should have been late. Anyway, look. In tier three, okay, let's talk about tier three. Um, Which includes Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Tua, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson. Okay, two of those guys right there in Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson are not supposed to be in tier three. They're not tier three quarterbacks in the National Football League. Their film that they put in well two of them are two different things now the 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 play that russ put on film last year whether it's 70 percent hackett's fault 80 percent 20 percent out of shape 30 percent too corny less right whatever the case may be injuries which paid a big part he deserves to be in tier three as bad as it was last year that's pretty that's being pretty nice to have his ass still in tier three but in reality, he's not a tier three quarterback. But that's what 2023 is about. Deshaun Watson. I believe Deshaun Watson has fallen victim of out of sight, out of mind. I mean, people, I mean, for people to hold the last four or five games of the regular season against Deshaun Watson is ludicrous. Because I think those people forget all you think about, oh, the towels, the massage, the massage. Did you forget Houston told him to stay away in the 2022 season two? So you go, I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're playing quarterback at the national football level. How can you miss that many games in a calendar year and have almost two years of football? And then come back and week for, oh, well, he can't. And then knowing and learning a new system, a new coach, a new way. Had no court dates. I mean, I know he's still got some civil stuff going. Deshaun Watson, it's crazy. Deshaun Watson will be in tier two minimum come 2023, after 23. Now, that doesn't mean that Cleveland is going to win the division. It doesn't mean that they're going to be a playoff team. It doesn't mean they're not. But it means Deshaun Watson is going to be able to play to like, oh, yeah, that's D. Watson. Because let me tell you, if you can't see that from Deshaun Watson, Stefanski won't make it to the midway point of the season if it's that bad. And I don't think it's going to be that bad. Like I said, if there's every year, I understand Cincinnati and the Bengals, but if you look at Cleveland and you listen to Jonas, Cleveland plays Cincinnati pretty good. There's never been a year, I think, in the AFC North that it's not ready for Cleveland to try to really go take. 
Steelers are not yet ready to make. I mean, that's still Pittsburgh. I mean, Tomlin still ain't. I mean, damn, if he didn't fall below 500 last year, I don't know if it's ever happening. But yet and still, you're going into Pickett's only second year. I think they're going to be better. I think the defense should be better if they can stay healthy. That T.J. Watts injury was horrible. That just changed that whole defense. But are they a shoe-in to win the division? Because no. Lamar Jackson, even though I think he should be in that tier two, whatever, he's got a new offensive coordinator. And for the first time, he's going to be learning to try to really – now, let me rephrase that, not learning, but he's going to have the capabilities of really trying to make throws from the pocket and really try to air the ball out. He's going to have to get used to that in real action. So that could still be an experiment. I will be surprised – uh, and maybe I'm missing some people, but I would be very surprised. Won't say shocked because I'd be trying to over-exaggerate. I would be very surprised if Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson isn't winning comeback player of the year next year. Now, normally those, I like to really reserve those for injury guys. I've had that debate on this show before. I think we talked about that like a year ago or so. I don't really like the comeback for just bad play, even though we've seen that. But I think they'll be in the discussions because I do believe it's going to be night and day for those two quarterbacks. Now, Deshaun, just because, like, look, I ain't got no court. I've been able to relax. You know, I've got this done with. I've been able to start. People have gotten used to whole, oh, we don't want him here. This is crazy. The women, and that's subsided. I think you're going to get better him off that. Russell, it's going to be all about shape and coach. And health. Now I might be list missing some other players per se, but but I would be hard pressed if I was at Manlin Bay. I damn sure would take them odds on either one of those guys being in comeback player of the year. Doesn't necessarily mean those their two particular teams are going to be playoff teams either, but they won't be because of those two. That's my opinion. Go ahead. I'm sitting here on July 6th. Demar Hamlin is the favorite at minus 500. Um, Same. I, I mean, the look, emotional story, yeah, the injury could have easily, you know, bless his heart. He, he, he looks could have lost his he, life. Yeah, scary yeah. situation, but he's I, I, he's not. I don't know about having him in that particular situation. But go ahead. Well, he's sitting there minus 500. Tua uh, and Russell Wilson are both tied at plus 2,000. Um, behind Demar, good odds. Uh, you got Lamar Jackson there, plus twenty five hundred. Brees Hall, who was injured what, week four last year, the Jets running back there, plus twenty five hundred as well. Baker Mayfield, uh, plus three thousand. Yeah, uh, Sam Darnold also plus three thousand. Of course, he's with the Niners now. Uh, you have to go all the way down, and in the same territory as Vaughn Miller and Tony Pollard and Rashad Petty, uh, Penny. Um, you have Deshaun Watson at plus six thousand. That's good value. I think Russ is good value. I mean, he's that's pretty much a favorite. I mean, Vegas is letting you know they. they and and to me, look, the Hamler situation, a, a scary situation. I mean, hell, it changed a lot. You know, in regards to the way people look, that that's trying to pull on people's heartstrings. I mean, Hamlin in the position that he plays, I mean, you're talking about he would have to, in my opinion, he would have to almost be competing for first-team all-defense and defensive player of the year to get comeback player of the year when you're talking about those candidates. Uh, Baker Mayfield, you might as well drive down I-10 or I-35 and throw money out the window. 
And I'm not saying that he's going to be trash. I mean, speaking of that, I had it on the docket today. One of their cornerbacks in Tampa Bay, he's tired of hearing all this talk. What was my man's name that came out? He just said, I'm tired of hearing all this. We're going to suck post-TB12. Uh, Carlton Davis, cornerback for Bucks. He said, people like Calvin, shut the hell. This whole, we're going to suck. You wait. We got some for him. He's talking like that. Like, you wait. We'll see. All this, we're going to be sucking. He goes, I know. He goes, Tom was a hell of a dish on us, but there's more of us than this. Just more than Tom. Okay. I know what your quarterback room looks like. And I know how they do, brother, like Todd Bowles, and I hate it's going to go down as watch. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because if you look at that division, it ain't like there's a clear-cut favorite. Now, I know I'm, I'm kind of high on Carolina. Um, I think New Atlanta. I, you know what? New Orleans, you know, look, Dennis Allen's another one, man. He's on a warm seat. I, I think the whole honeymoon after Peyton, I, I think this is it. And Derek Carr, to me. Derek Carr is the guy you thinking too much about your ex. How many times you gonna bring up the Raiders? Oh, my wife made when I knew. Well, I was kind of hurt. Move on, man. Eat some more catfish. Do something in the bayou. Move on, man. Why are you still thinking about the Raiders so damn much? I got questions and marks about that. Yes, is he supposed to be the quarterback, the best quarterback in that division starting off? Yeah. But ultimately, it's gonna be that rookie in the Bible Belt. In Carolina and Young. Now I'm high on them. I think Atlanta's getting like I think we went overboard last year and saying how bad and awful they're like saying this team's gonna be one of the worst NFL teams we've seen in 15, 20 years. I think we went overboard and I also think Atlanta's being overvalued right now. Because of the draft, and I understand B John, Austin Zone, and all this kind of stuff. Who are they stopping? I mean, what have they done enough defensively? Like, I, and Ritter, we don't know what Ritter's going to be. I mean, I've watched him a lot in Cincinnati. I think he's going to be all right. I think their coach, they, they got a direction they're going. But there's a lot. I think they're being overvalued. I mean, their odds of making the playoffs is pretty damn good. I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. So my point is the South is open, the NFC South. But Tampa Bay, uh, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think they're going to – Oh, uh, my man Williams out of USC. They're going to be in them sweepstakes, possibly. Time out to get fired like usual. And we'll see. Because I think even if you come out and you have that adrenaline, like, we'll show them without Tom. We'll show them. That can last for a few weeks. But can it last for a whole season? When you, hey, we fought. We lost by a field. When them, uh, them L's start mounting up and you got Mike Evans over there about to knock somebody's head off because he's frustrated. We'll see. But those two particular quarterbacks, they're not really tier three quarterbacks, but they're by. I think it's justified for Russell, to be honest with you. And I think he could have been really in tier four, how bad that looked last year. But to have Deshaun Watson, you know, I mean, I can tell you right off bat, he's not, he, he, you know, he's not going to be a tier three quarterback next year. Now, and if he isn't, that means that Cleveland, Stefanski, this is just not working. But it ain't gonna. And I told you now. After the if this if I'm wrong and Deshaun just says, "Hey man, what the hell happened to Deshaun in Houston?" Then in 2024, that's when everything's on him, because at that time you're gonna have a new coach. You're gonna be able to handpick this one, so you're really gonna have to come out blazing in 2024 if you don't show a spark in 2023. But I think they will, though. I think they will. I think he will, man. I really do. He's got something to prove. These guys don't get to this level and have a bad season and hear people talk about them, saying they're done, and why did we give this guy guaranteed money? This is a joke. You don't think that that motivates them, that they just going to know. They're in the lab right now, guys like that. You don't get to that point 
in your career to even have the success those two has had. Now, Russell's is a little bit better than Deshaun's, but Deshaun ain't had no chopped liver resume for his first few years, and he ain't even hit his prime yet. That's just straight-up hate, man. That's just straight-up massage parlor hate. What you got? Well, Tier 4 is still on this list. And this is kind of an untraditional you know, tier system, but Tier 4 is you can win with them, okay? So you can still win with Deshaun Watson. You can still win with Russell Wilson. Um, tier 4, uh, Br- uh, Will Brinson has uh, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo. And we talked yesterday, Dak Prescott probably among some rough territory there, probably being undervalued here on this list because I feel like he's almost up there in the question marks part. He's got a new offensive coordinator system coming in. And I think there's just more questions rather than just simply you can win with Dak Prescott. With that. Look, I've got more problems with his you can win with these guys than any other tier we talked about so far because to me it's like that should be an asterisk. It should be something next with depending the coach. That's what that category should have been named. You can win with these guys, but depending on who the coach is. Look, I like Jimmy. Kyle ain't coming with him to the desert in Vegas. Okay? He's too busy looking over pretty much Trey, Brock, and they brought in old Sam, right? Yeah, that? Darnold. Yeah. And speaking of Sam Darnold over the fourth, like this was like dump news Friday. He tried to be have a, a cute quote. Hey, took a page out of Cam Newton. I said, relax, Donald. Uh, Thirty. I think it was. I think it was him. Or was that Dalton? It was Andy Dalton. Oh, the redheads. Like they tell me every. Well, y'all all look like. Well, y'all look like Tyson. Well, I'm sorry. I get the ginger people mixed up. But speaking of, so it wasn't Dalton. Dalton is the one that had the comment, but Dalton is the backup for Bryce Young in Carolina. Sam Darnold Sam is going Darnold, from Carolina okay. this year to Dalton, San Francisco. Okay, but I was thinking Dalton went to and the so 49ers. Sam but Darnold. Dal- yeah, so Dalton is the guy that said there's not 31 other guys, but he's like, I'm no backup. Well, not 32 because he is technically backup right now to Bryce Young. He's saying there's not 32 guys better than me. Okay. Says who? I mean, he says what? But I mean, first of all, you're supposed to think like that as a quarterback. You wouldn't even be in the NFL if you don't think that. You you should answer a question like that. Maybe there's 27 or 29. Come on, man! How many teams is this he's he been on since now? If, if he's talking going New to New Orleans, Car- Dallas, Carolina, I feel like that's it. Maybe one other stop in there. And he started oh, his, Chicago. He was with Chicago that's too. Right. Mm-hmm. And he started his career with, with Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Flip two one zero trying to go to bat for Dalton. I'm like, nah, brother, sorry, sorry. Um, that yeah, Jimmy. Look, yeah, you can win with him depending on the coach. I, I like Jimmy, but we ain't see. We didn't get to really see. We saw a small, small sample size in New England, and he got hurt. And then Tom just was jealous and ran his ass out of town. Why is it every time that I see Tom now, he's wasted? Does Tom have a drinking problem that we don't know about? Every time Tom, I mean, I understand it's 4th of July weekend, and they just had the, you know, pretty much the all-white party in regards to the clothing. There was brothers there. I'm talking about the all-white attire, you know. Be careful because, hey, man, hey, why is this guy on this kick today all of a sudden? Taking shots at Brittany? You know? No, listen, it was the attire. 
But everybody walking up to Tom, but Tom's been lit, man. Every I mean, the retired, like half the time you see him out, he's there. But Jimmy, I don't know, man. Uh, yes, I think you can win Jimmy, but depending on the coach. Who else does he have in there? Uh, outside of Dak, he had Geno, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Jared Goff. See, I've got to take – I'm sorry. i got to take Ryan Tannehill out of there. Sorry. We don't know if you can win. Well, what, you can win if he's handing off to Derrick Henry. He threw three picks in a postseason game the year before last, the last time he was in the postseason. I don't know if you can – you can't win with Ryan Tannehill. You can win with a good running game and a defense, what Vrabel's done. So he's got to go. He, he He's not in tier – he's not that, – that's tier four. He's not. He's not in tier four. Sorry to disrespect him like that, but he's not. Not if you're gonna. Not if you're gonna label it. You can win with these guys. I'm, not, I'm only doing that based off of that label. He's not in there. You don't know if you can win with Ryan Tannehill. He hand the ball off half the time to Derrick Henry, and ver- and that's a well coached team in Mike Vrabel's teams. Eight seven seven three seven ground. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit what D. Maurice wants to uh, do before he, on his way out, and I also want to talk about the anonymous Pac-12 coach who called out Coach Prime. You listen to the Sports Grind today. Show is being presented by Dosekis. Get a dose. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. get it? Biggie, also known as the Bone Appetite. Rappers can't sleep, need sleeping. Big keep creeping. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosekis. Get a dose. All right, we have been broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment of the day, the last segment of the day, is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. All right, Texas summers, we know they can get hot, even though we got a little cool. We got an overcast down here today in the 210. 
Texas. But, and I got a fun fact that I came across yesterday about the weather. But Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang and the Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget to Zing Zang responsibly. Um, real quick before I get to, well, we got Dwayne checking in on Facebook Live. I want to respond to him. But um, do you realize yesterday was the hottest day on earth ever recorded in this country? I did not. Yes. In regards to the, all the hot temperatures from the Northeast and everything, I wouldn't have thought that either. But again, it's the hottest day ever. Kind of scary, by the way, if you think about it, because, again, like I said, call it what you want, but the history, the earth and the warm is changing. You're talking about, like, across the world. Across the country. And just across the country? Yeah, not in the world. So, like, say, the, cumulative, planet, or like the average across temperature country. across the country yesterday was the highest. Don't day. tell me how the scientists and how the weather and the meteorologists figure it out. I'm just telling you what I heard with my own ears and saw with my own eyes. They said it was the hottest day for the country, not in the world, the country. Okay. So, keep in mind, man, I used to log like two hours of the Weather Channel after school. Like, other kids was watching cartoons and I was watching Weather Channel. Always been a different cat. But anyway, Dwayne's checking in with us on Facebook Live. It says, before the drama, Deshaun was a tier one. I agree. I agree. Like, I, I just feel like, I mean, to sit there and put him, and again, this is one man's opinion, um, but to sit there and put him in tier three, you have to really say, that's all that's about, you're judging him off the four or five games he played last year. Because again, he missed the whole year prior to that. There's no way, you know... Um, no, I mean, if I had, if I, if if you would tell me, even though I understand who's coaching him this year or whatever, or not, but if you asked me to pick between who I would really, if I had to really put money down, if I had to go to Vegas, if I really, or my life depended, let's just say my life depended on it, who I know that without a doubt would not be considered a tier three quarterback after next se- after next season. I would go with Deshaun over Russ. Because the only thing about Russ is the factor there, it's still the unknown at the age point. I mean, I think he's still in the middle of the prime, but when they say you fall off when it goes off, but I'm still confident it's going to be night and day from what you saw last year because of the coaching and coaching matters. But I would still lean with Deshaun. So I agree with you, man. That that guy is a tier. He's always been a tier one quarterback. But again, it's going to take some reps to get back. He's got to get used to what Stefanski wants to do. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on Stefanski. Um, before we go into, I was going to go into the D. Marie situation, which if we run out of a little time, we can get to that tomorrow because that's very intriguing. Um, but I wanted to get to this topic yesterday and ran out of time, and it's Michael Vick's comments. Uh, Michael Vick uh, had came out and said that he felt that Andy Reid is probably going to go down the GOAT, or maybe he looks at him already as the GOAT, um, and for coaches. Now, I think when you talk about the greatest of all time coaching, I would say in the last 10 years to 15 years, 
it's been two men that's been brought up. Bill Belichick and Vince Lombardi. Let me clear, let me correct that because it's really been three guys brought up. Bill Belichick, Vince Lombardi, and Don Shula. And Don Shula is the guy that Bill Belichick, I believe, is probably the only reason why he is still coaching is probably, from what I've heard, people that know him or people that have covered him, there he has leaked that that record is important to him. That's crazy to me that it would be, but according to reports over the last few years, he does really want that Don Shula record. Now, if you go do the math, and like I said, Bill ain't no spring chicken, and that AFC, that AFC East it ain't getting no easier. I don't know how much longer he'd have to coach or what he'd have to do to accomplish, but that is important. But when you talk about the GOATs, it's normally been in the new era. It's been Bill Belichick because the Super Bowls and the Tom Brady. Now, people are starting to look at that. Well, his record without Tom Brady, yeah, yeah, but – I still have Bill because of the tree he came from. He came he came from my favorite coach of all time. One of my goats tree and that's Bill Parcells. I mean I understand why Bill Walsh's tree gets a lot of run because he's got a lot of big names on his tree. When you talk about the Mike Holmgrens, the Mooch, you know, the you know, Mooch that coached the 49ers when you talk about his his tree's stupid, but I still think when you look at the people that's come out of Bill Belichick's, I mean, excuse me, Bill Parcells' tree, when you talk about Bill Belichick, when you talk about Sean Payton, I mean, his list, I mean, he's and he's got some that I ain't even mentioning right now. But my point being is that this is normally you would, you know, somebody would make a comment like, what? What are you talking about? But if you look at it, there could be an argument that you can make for Andy Reid. And I don't even know the numbers on the top of my head. But I can just go to the fact that one thing I will know is that Andy Reid was doing it in Philly. He was doing it with Donna McNabb. He did it with, uh, who else? He had some a couple journey quarterbacks there besides Donovan. I mean, I know he went through the Vic thing. He, he was doing it with, my point being is he was doing it before Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Um, now, Bill Belichick, people are going to look to say, okay, what is Bill's record without Tom Brady? I think that's kind of unfair. I mean, it numbers are numbers. It is whatever. But I'm old enough to know that I believe Bill was on that group in Cleveland before Art Modell decided to move them. That group with Nick Saban in that war room, uh, you know, Mangini is the damn video recorder dude, cut his teeth on, you know, um, who else? Bill Pol, not Bill Polian, but um, what's my man's name I'm missing? That was in Kansas City for a while as a GM, then went over to, what's my man's GM that, Scott Pioli. Scott Pioli was in that group. I think he was on the verge with that Cleveland, they were going to win some Super Bowls. The formula was born and burped there at Cleveland. So I think that when you when people automatically say, what's his record without Tom? I push back major on that. And at the end of the day, he's the guy that drafted the guy. And he's the one that's built Tom into really what that mentality of where he is. Tom, I'll tell you that. But until he wins one without Tom, I get it. I, that's just the way it's going to be. But when you look at Andy Reid, he was doing it in Philly. He went to a Super Bowl. He went to three straight NFC Championship games, went to a Super Bowl, lost to Bill Belichick and the Patriots because Donovan Nabb was throwing up on the field. 
Terrell Owens was out there playing on one leg for the most part. And then keep in mind when he got to Kansas City, they were kind of they were competitive and winning before Patrick Mahomes came. Alex Smith. So the point is, is that when you talk about and you know how big I am on the play calling. And he's one of the best. I mean, he, he's he's one of the best play call. And again, what tree is he from? He's from pretty much that Walsh tree. So I think when you peel back, and we don't have time to go in all of it, but when you peel back layer for layer and winner percentages, if you take Patrick Mahomes out of it, just say, hey, you take Tom Brady out, take Patrick Mahomes out. Now, most of Bill's career, one short cup of coffee with Bledsoe, and then other than that, he was a defensive coordinator. Um, and then comes Tom Brady and the rest of history. So I think it's fair. But if you take, if that's part of the argument, you take Andy Reid and you take Patrick Mahomes away, Andy Reid's resume is probably going to look better if you had to take Bill Belichick's without Tom Brady. So I got a lot of respect for Andy, but I think the reason why I'm bringing it up is because it is probably closer or a legit statement than what most people would really realize when they think Andy Reid. And, and that's the reason why I've been so big on this hire with Sean Payton, not so much the next year, is because if anything – it's, it's another future Hall of Fame coach in that division. A lot of success that Andy has had in that division. I mean, you can go look back, look at it. If you want to be real about it, I mean, what kind of coaching competition did he really have when he was running amok in Philly? Uh, Jason Garrett? Uh, yuck, yuck. I mean, there, there was a, there, there was, there was kind of like, I won't say an easy path for, but compared to what he's been coaching against in the AFC West for the last, what, the seven-year run they've been on, eight years, there's been nobody else in that division coaching. And that stuff matters. And the one thing that makes it so intriguing over the next few years in that division is because both Andy Reid and Sean Payton are division coaching. And what I mean by division coaches, they predicate on knowing their division when they take the job, knowing how they got to draft and zero in on the weaknesses of everybody in that division and who's the main dog we got to go knock off. That is going to make that division that much more inter interesting, and that's why you pay a guy 15 to $18 million. Now, you're sitting there saying, how in the hell did we start talking about Bill Belichick and Andy Reid and Sean Payton came out? Because it's almost September, man, and something's on the horizon building over the next couple of years. It's going to be interesting. I think we were a year ahead of the AFC West. All the hype that AFC West was getting. Oh, we didn't see the division with these quarterbacks. Fell straight on their asses. And I'll be the first to admit it. I was in the part. But I think we're a year early. At least two years early. Because it's about to be popping over there. But Andy Reid is closer than what people think. Andy's that dude. And that's been a big part of the reason why they've had to say, yes, Patrick Mahomes. Because I said, you don't need a Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen to win a Super Bowl. It helps. But Andy has showed that, you know what, probably Andy could have probably got you. That's why I said you don't think Andy Reid, the same Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. The list goes on that office. Like, you don't think he can sit. You don't think he would have won the AFC West this many years with Dak Prescott. Come on, man. I mean, if they would have stuck with Alex Smith, who knows? They might have won a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. If they didn't get this phenom just fall to it. They wouldn't have been scouting him since high school. Like, damn, can't see front of what y'all hanging out in middle schools now? I mean, they had their eyes on Patrick Mahomes in this in Lubbock, up in Lubbock, for years. 
But you know who worked him out too? Sean Payton. He knew it. He said as soon as they as soon as they moved up, they saw the trade. He goes, that's Andy going up and get him. That's the stuff you know when you're on that level. I'm just telling you. But keep playing these celebrity golf tournaments. Keep showing up and thinking everything. They finally got a coach to go against this dude, man, because he's been running circles in that division. What do you got? On the subject of Andy Reid, yeah, okay, of um, and his and his campaign <laughs> for greatest coach of all NFL coach of all time, um, three across twenty four seasons as head coach, only three losing seasons. That's crazy. Um, the last one was in twenty twelve, his last year in Philadelphia. Um, all three were with Philadelphia. Um, he has a couple five hundred uh, seasons in there. He ranks fifth all time in NFL coaching wins. Uh, behind Don Shula, George Hallis, Bill Belichick, Tom Landry. And, of course, he sits there at number five. And, of course, his two rings that he's gotten with Mahomes is helping him climb that list as well. Uh, career winning per- uh, winning percentage of 64%. I mean, that. come on. I mean that that's just ridiculous. I mean that I mean and again he's getting his flyers because of Patrick or whatever, but this guy people to say that he's winning just because of Patrick, I mean that's crazy. Kansas City Rob's checking in. He says, Don't forget Jeff Garcia and Kevin Cobb. Yeah, though I you know, I was about to say Garcia and Philly, but I my memory's getting but but yeah, Kevin Cobb and Garcia and Philly. Come on, man. Come on. And I remember the talk. Andy can't win the big one. Oh, he lost again. He's never going to get him to the Super Bowl. That's why I kind of hated that they lost that Super Bowl. I mean, you know, of course, I knew I was witnessing history with the Patriots. I was hoping Andy would have got him one there. You know, but he didn't. But, hey, things. he got two of them now. That's enough. He can ride to the sunset with that. That's enough. But he got two. So a lot of people thought Andy was, oh man, that's he he can't get over the he and the and the thing is like he's he's no spring chicken and you you just gotta wonder and I think if Andy if he stays in good health, okay, and you know Andy loves his cheeseburgers and his uh Philly cheesesteak stands, those are some late hours, man, eating that's that's a that's a body of grind in 14, 15 hours in a day. But if he can stay in good health, how quick are you trying to leave this Patrick Mahomes thing? I mean, come on. You already told you pretty much told Eric B. Enemy, like, hey brother, you, you I don't care we got the Rooney rule, the two rule. <laughs> you you're not gonna you, I'm gonna be here for a minute, man. So you might as well just go ahead and take a coordinated job with Andy, the, it doesn't unless he gets burnt out or again and keep in mind too, he's done all this with having devastation distractions in his family. I'm talking about death. I'm talking about problems with kids, you know, his children. I mean, that could be from him not being at home, the father, whatever. He's gone through it. Got his son on the staff. He got a DUI, killed somebody doing some time. I mean, he's been through a lot, but that guy, all he does is win. All right? Pete Payne style. All I do is win. Can't stand that damn song, by the way. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, measuring up about how much time he has left. He's six years younger than Bill Belichick. Mm. Okay, so he's only uh, he, he's still only in his mid sixties. Um, wow. Because uh, Bill Belichick's sitting there at seventy one, uh, and then looking at it might not seem like it, but Bill Belichick's last few years missing, you know, being on the teetering on the outside of the playoffs. Uh, years in the playoffs, Andy Reid has 18, Belichick has 19. It's just when you get there, what kind right. of success do you have in the postseason? But he's right no. there. And he's not done yet. I mean, like you said, he might not be done yet. Um, and, and really, to me, 
let me tell you something. You with the naked eye, you're gonna be able to tell the difference in Patrick Mahomes when Andy Reid hangs it up. Because he's gonna hang it up before Patrick does, most likely. You I'm not saying that Patrick just gonna fall off, he's gonna suck or nothing like that. But you're gonna be snow glow plays and all this bull crap that they've been running out in, in, in practice doing division games this for the last few years. That stuff's gonna change once Andy leaves because it's different. You're gonna be able to see the difference in Patrick Mahomes and that offense once Andy calls it quits. Patrick going to be begging his ass not to retire. Trust me. Andy, and I don't think if he has good health, I don't think he's stopping anytime soon. Okay. That's why you got to spend a little bit of that Walmart money for about 18 year, 18 million per year. But Staley going to stop him? Josh McDaniels, we ain't even proven that he getting his second chance around in like the last 15 years. We don't even know if his ass is going to be about nothing. He got a mutiny on his hand in the, in the locker room with his number one receiver brewing. He, they going to stop him? No. Chargers? Yeah. No. It's only one franchise I had to step up to try to put a damn, at least put a speed bump out there. Like, let them know they're in the school zone. They're just going 80 and 100 right now. Every time I show up, they on TV all of a sudden. I'm like, damn, did they just win? I thought this was the third one. Come on. Just at least put a speed bump. And that's what that franchise is going to do. It's going to lay a speed bump over the next few years. But no, without a doubt, all seriousness, Andy Reid definitely. He's definitely one of the best play callers ever. But I think he's going to get his flowers. And if he's got his Patrick Mahomes to Bill Belichick having Tom, hey, man, it is what it is. Because like, you know, Casey Robb said, uh, Jeff Garcia, Cobb. I'm pretty sure we're missing some people that he's had to even win like two or three weeks because the starter's been on on the damn injured reserve or something. He he's the man, man. He he's and definitely a division coach. He proved it in the NFC East and he's proven it so far in the AFC West. All right, man. That is a wrap for today. Definitely left some meat on the bone, but we've got another day in the week tomorrow. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio. El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, and people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you hit the snooze button and for you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. 
Spec says you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.